Today's question comes from Greg, and that is, should I buy a property in the UK with Brexit going on? So, let's jump in. Hi, my name is James Corsier, and welcome to the Money Paradox podcast. Yes, that's right. We are going through a really, really exciting question. Certainly one of the best questions I've had come in in a very long time. And that is because I love the property market and I love contrarian investing. So what does that mean? That basically means investing in something that generally, the people generally are not doing. If you can find a way to run in the other direction and still win, you are going to win generally a lot better. And that's because you don't have the same competition. If you're all running in the same direction, trying to get somewhere, get to the great uh, reward at the end, you're gonna have to share it with a lot more people. So if you can find something where people are nervous, they're scared, like Brexit, and you can find a way to still invest, to still do well, generally speaking, you're going to do even better. Now that's not to say that investing in property while Brexit is going on is the right thing. It's just that if you can make it work, then you are in a much better place. Okay, so let me give you my thoughts. But before I do, I would like to encourage all of you guys watching or listening to like, comment and share. That's right. That would be the best way you can give back. If you're getting value from watching or listening to these videos, I would love it for you to like, comment, let me know what it is that you like about these videos, what you want to see in new videos. Let me know your questions and I will make sure I will do those in future videos. And also, anyone that you know that you think would benefit from these videos or this video, share this with them, let them know it and see if they get value from it too. Okay, so let's jump in. So the first thing is, look, I don't have a crystal ball, right? I don't know what's gonna happen. But the thing with investing, the thing with life is we take risks. We work out what's going on we work out what's happened in the past and we make deductions. And through that, we make predictions on what's gonna happen in the future, okay? We don't know anything for certain, but we wanna make educated guesses on the future to, to drive the decisions that we make, okay? We don't wanna be 100% risk averse and do nothing and keep our money in the savings account because we're too scared anything could go wrong. Anything could go wrong. We could die tomorrow. No, I don't want to jinx you. But seriously, anything could happen, okay? So we've got to take risks, calculated risks, okay? Measured risks, but we need to move forward. That's only how we can thrive in this world, right? Not just survive, but thrive in this world. And so I know that sounds like a bit of a tangent, but the reason I say that is because when things happen like Brexit, or maybe Brexit doesn't even happen, but still, anything like this, people get scared, they get fearful, they shut up, they go into survival mode. And the irony is, I think that when we shut up and we get defensive to survive, actually, that is probably the worst thing we could do to survive. Because when we claw in and we defend ourselves, 
we're not moving, we're not growing, we're not getting healthier and better and stronger and developing for the future. We're actually getting worse, getting weaker over time. And that means we are less strong to fight in the future and to survive in the future. Okay, so I feel genuinely that the best way to do well in this life, to survive in this world, is to get out there, move forward and look for opportunities. Okay, so anyway, slight tangent. Coming specifically to the point around investing in the UK with Brexit going. I actually think Brexit is a great thing for investing in the property market. Now that might be quite controversial to a few of you guys watching this video, but let me explain. Let me give you my thoughts. And when you hear my thoughts, you can add it to your thoughts and then you can decide what is right for you. So first thing is that because Brexit is going on, a lot of people are asking these questions, like the question Greg wrote in. And because of that, a lot of people are holding off from investing, investing less or maybe not investing at all until there's a resolution around Brexit. Now, the, the outcome of that is demand is lower than normal. Demand is less. And when demand is less, there's less people competing for those opportunities out there. So if you see a property, generally, I, when I'm looking at properties, there isn't many people competing, not as many as I was seeing previously. So that's good. If you find that right opportunity and you're getting less demand competing with you, then it's more likely that you can obtain an even better deal than you would have done before. Now, the flip side to that though, is that supply is lower than normal. Because of Brexit, people are holding off from selling. They're holding off from moving to another property because they're unsure. They don't wanna maybe move to a better property or they just don't wanna sell because they think they're not gonna get a good price. Maybe they're gonna get better price later down the road when things have worked themselves out. But when things are uncertain, people tend to stay where they are. They don't wanna do anything new because they're not sure, right? So demand is low, but also supply is low, right? So there's not as many properties out there to look at, okay? So that is something you wanna factor in as well. Let's go on to value. Is Brexit affecting the value? Well, when you're investing in a property, there's kind of two main ways you get value. That is capital appreciation. So the hope that in the future, the price of properties are gonna go up more, and then you can benefit from that increase in value. The second way is obviously rental income. So I get the property, I rent it out to people, and then they give me money, right? They give me money each month, and hopefully, once I take away all the costs, I've got some money left over that is my return from that property. Well, the first thing is, people will always need somewhere to live. So even though Brexit is causing so much uncertainty and fear, rents are still going up. Well, they're going up because people still need somewhere to live and the population within the UK is still growing more than the number of properties coming onto the market. So population, people needing properties versus how many properties out there, growing quicker than the other, right? So therefore demand is outstripping supply. So rent is still going up. Now, it's not as much as the income that's out there. So the affordability of properties is actually improving. The increase in rental uh, income is actually half, sorry, rent, yes, is half that of uh, the increase in income. And so that means over time, rent is actually 
cheaper, okay? Depending on which study you're looking at, the study, the references I'm using today, because I think they are very, a very respectable source of information, is HomeTrack. So you guys can check that out uh, as well after this video if you want to kind of do your own research, do a bit more research, do a bit of digging in this area. HomeTrack is a really great resource. So the second thing is, so we talked about rent. Rent is still going up. Even though it's a really uncertain time, rent is still going up. Second thing is house prices are still going up. If you look at the, the top 20 cities, on average, house prices in the UK um, went up 2.5%. 2.5% in the last year. Now you might say, well, that's rubbish. What's 2.5%? That's basically inflation, right? Oh, um, so when you take into account inflation, the value of the property hasn't really gone up. It's actually kind of stayed the same. Yes, that's true. But the first thing I say is that because usually when people buy properties, they buy it with a mortgage. So because of that, you get a multiple on that house price increase. So for example, let's say you had a £100,000 property and it goes up by 2.5%. If you put in, say, 25% as a deposit, the amount you've put in is a quarter of the total value. So even though the price has gone up by 2.5%, that is on a price that's four times what you put in. So instead of 2.5%, it's 10%. Now, yes, there's transaction fees and so on that you need to think about. But very simply, you benefit even from inflation, right? Even if the, the price of property is going up by inflation, you still benefit if you have a mortgage. The other thing is that the inflation on uh, on the mortgage is basically paid off each month. So if you think about it, you're paying interest on your mortgage and you consider that as a cost against the property. So, you know, you think, well, I'm getting income and then I have to take away the mortgage payments to work out my cash flow. So you've already considered that. Mortgage payments are actually at the moment lower than inflation, right? You know, you, not always, but generally speaking, can be even lower. Sometimes a little bit higher, but generally speaking, basically the same. So you're paying that anyway as part of the mortgage. This is getting a little bit complicated for you. Don't worry. Just all I'm kind of saying is, even if house, house prices are going up a little bit, like they are at the moment, overall, in line with inflation, that is still a very good thing from an investment point of view. Okay? Now, this is half the average of what house prices have been going up every year for the last five years. So what that basically means is at the moment, it is lower than what it is normally, what it has been over the last five years. So yes, Brexit has depressed the market. The market is not going up as fast as it has done because, you know, the economy... The economy isn't doing as well. People are uncertain. People are nervous. People aren't buying as much. People don't want to invest as much. Then they're scared. You know, want to keep their money in the bank. And so, yes, that is impacting the market. But they're still going up, even though we're in the, like the crux of Brexit. We've been going through Brexit for two years. Everybody's saying it's like doomsday. It's doing really, really, really badly. Average price of properties in the top 20 cities are still going up. Okay, they're still going up. 
Now, the next thing I want to kind of go through is that actually some cities are going up even higher. So if you take cities like Birmingham or Manchester, the returns that have been going on in those cities are around double what it is in the in the overall average. Okay, so if you take Manchester, last year it grew by four and a half percent. The year before, five point one percent. Birmingham, five point four percent. Two years ago, three point six percent. The last year. Okay, so much higher returns than those averages, right? So they are good returns. You might think, well, you know, what's a few percent? But again, because we get that multiple on uh, through a mortgage, those those returns are much bigger when you compare them to the amount of money you you are investing to obtain that property. Okay. Now, the reason why this happens, or at least my view, is that we have a cycle when it comes to properties. Okay. So at the beginning of a cycle, after we've had a huge drop, a huge kind of crash in the market, just like in 2009, then money tends to invest in the best areas of a country. So in the UK, it all went into London, the southeast, and then it went into those, you know, kind of next best places, the kind of uh, Bristol's, Oxford, right? So those areas have done really, really well over the last few years coming out of 2009. But they went up so much that they needed to ultimately slow down. And some of those areas have actually declined. London, over the last two years, has done basically nothing. Over the last few years, net for a lot of areas have, have gone down. And that's because it went up so much. Now, the trouble with that is it depresses the rest of the country when you talk about it from an average point of view, right? So people think the UK is doing way worse than it really is. Also, people are London obsessed. A lot of the people reporting in the UK are based in London. They focus on London. They have jobs in London, you know, and the value of properties in London are so high and there's so many that they skew the averages much more than you may initially think. So because London is doing so badly, the averages for the country as a whole look rubbish. But when you remove London, and you look at other places, you actually realise so many places, certainly in the north, are doing exceptionally. And that is because where we are in the property cycle. London has done well, South East have done well, outskirts of these areas have done well already. So what happens is people then start to invest in other areas that are still low price relative to the potential value of those areas. So where do they go? Well, they go to the next best cities, the next bigger cities, right? So if you were going to move out of London and still be in a really popular, thriving city with lots of opportunities, where would you go? Well, objectively, if you're talking about size and opportunities, Birmingham and Manchester. And that's what's happened. Birmingham and Manchester have done really well over the last few years. If you invested in Birmingham or Manchester five years ago, you would be loving yourself right now. And a lot of people I know are because they've done really well because the prices have gone up so much and they've still gone and done well over the last two years, even with Brexit. 
Now, the key point here is even though the market is depressed because of Brexit, because it's such a strong driver, this concept, these areas are still doing well. Okay, the market is doing well. The, the, part of the issue here, I think, when people ask these kind of questions, is that they get influenced a lot by what's being talked about, what they see in the news, the media. What you need to bear in mind is when people write articles, they want a sensation argument. They want to uh, people to read that article. And fear and negative news always does better than positive news. So people are always looking for that negative angle to write an article about because it will get more readership. Uh, so, so just bear that in mind. No, you know, a lot less people are going to read an article saying, even though Brexit's happening, the market's still doing okay. These areas are still doing pretty well. Well, no one's going to read that because it, it doesn't sound sensational. Well, I would read it because I'm investing and I love kind of that kind of concept. But most people just generally interested in the subject aren't going to read those types of articles. They're going to read the ones that say, the UK property market is going to crash in half, says... Um, says this one investor because of Brexit. People read that headline and go, I want to read that. That sounds crazy. That sounds scary. I want to read that article. So bear that in mind, all right? Don't take, take with a big pinch of salt a lot of these articles you see out there because a lot of them, when you look at the facts underlying them, are just fundamentally wrong. Okay. So the next thing I want to talk about is that some areas are actually have done well, have done better in the last year than previous years. So take, for example, Liverpool. Last year, it grew by 4.3%. The year before, 4%. Sheffield, again, has gone up last year since the year before. Leicester has done exceptionally well. And that is because where we are in the cycle after Birmingham and Manchester starts to do really well and the prices start to get a little bit higher than other areas of the country the money looks to invest elsewhere so where do we go the next bigger cities Liverpool Newcastle Sheffield Leeds right those kind of cities right so it's not think about it when you're investing you've got to think about all the different things that are impacting that economy that environment that you're investing so yes brexit is a concern you should be aware of that there's all these other things right it's like if there's 50 things that affect something and but brexit is so loudly spoken about people tend to focus on brexit what about all these other things you might have 49 things that are pushing something up one thing pushing it down but everybody's talking about the one thing that's pushing it down you just think it's going to go down that's kind of what's going on here i think with brexit Okay, so that's my general view on the market as a whole and how that plays into Brexit. Now, the last thing I want to kind of call out is I don't know what's going to happen with Brexit. It just got pushed out again to December or January uh, as a deadline to decide on whether we leave the EU. Whether we leave, whether we don't. If we do leave Brexit, sorry, we do leave Brexit. If we do leave the EU, Brexit happens, okay? Now, a lot 
of economists and well-respected people are saying that is going to hugely hurt the economy. And to be honest, I think it will. I think leaving the EU from an, from an economics point of view is bad. Sorry, is bad, okay? So I, I think it's I think it I think that is not a good thing for the UK economy, okay? But interestingly, I think over the next year or two after Brexit, if it happens, I think we'll get a mini boom. I think prices will go up. Now I'm not hundred percent certain on that, so don't write in, you know. Um, uh, saying that, oh, James, you're wrong. How can you get it wrong? Or how can you be so certain about something that has so many variables, right? Who knows? I don't know. But if I was to guess, I actually think the UK's property market will do well over the next year or two after the UK. Now, the reason I think that are for two reasons. The first one is that if you think about it, a lot of people have held back from investing for a very long time because of Brexit. Oh, I don't want to buy that property because I'm not, you know, I wanted to buy my first property. Uh, but Brexit's going on. I'm not sure whether Brexit's going to happen. And then all the values of properties are going to go down and I'm going to lose a load of value in my property. You know what? I'm going to wait, see what happens, see what happens to the market, see what happens to uh, values of uh, properties. So I'm just going to wait. Or I've got a property, but, and I want to upgrade to a better property, a, a higher value property. Well, I don't really want to do that while Brexit's going on because if I move to a higher price property and then suddenly the value of that goes down, that's going to wipe me out. That's going to worsen my situation. So I'll delay, I'll wait. Well, I'm an investor. Who knows what the return's going to be? I'll just wait, see what happens. Well, when Brexit happens, if it happens, and nothing really happens, right? And everything still goes on and it's all kind of fairly... Um, fairly normal and I personally don't think it's going to really do that badly and I'll kind of explain further why I don't think it's going to do badly what will happen is all those people that have been waiting all this time will suddenly go okay well I've got to invest sometime now I'm going to invest now at least there's more certainty I'm going to invest I'm going to buy that property and all of a sudden all that demand is going to come into the market Demand's going to go up against supply and then prices are going to get pushed up as a result the second thing is that whoever is running the economy at the time with something like Brexit, if we do go through that, it will be the highest priority to make sure the economy does well because everybody looking at this outside of the UK and in the UK has been complaining so much about this process and going on and on and on about how it's gonna kill the economy that what they're going to do is they're going to do everything they possibly can to make it a success. So they will probably inject money. Uh, they will spend more money in the economy. They will either keep interest rates low or lower them further to encourage more investment and more money flowing through the economy to keep it going, to keep it doing well, to ride through the fear that we would run into a recession after Brexit. Okay. And when you do that, when you inject more money into the economy, when you reduce interest rates, when you do all these things to stimulate the economy, what happens is asset prices go up. They go up because there's more money in the economy and money is cheaper to get. And especially when people are scared about 
about the economic situation. They take all that available money and they invest it because they want to be safe. So they put that money into assets like property, okay, because there's more available and that pushes the price up, okay. And because I think for that reason, the economy won't actually do that badly, at least in the short to medium term, then people will see that, then run into the market, increase demand because there's all that those people that have been delaying, run into the market and then again, push up prices because you've got that huge increase in demand that have been waiting on the sidelines. So that's my view. That's why I think personally, the UK market is absolutely a great place to invest in generally, but also given the fact that Brexit is looming over us and may happen at any moment. If you enjoy this video, please do like it. It would mean a huge amount. If you got value from this video, please let me know in the comments section below. Let me know what kind of videos you want to see coming up in future videos and share it with those that you know that you think would find this video interesting. Guys, I hope you found this video useful. That's it from me. I'll see you next week. Take care.